Hello and welcome to episode 163 of our SAP on Azure video podcast. Today is October 5th and together with Robert and Goran, we are here to talk about anything related to SAP and Microsoft. Hello everyone. Hi. So first of all, Hi. I'm happy to welcome Robert back to the show. Welcome. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So, so it's really great that, that you're now joining us again on a, on a more regular basis. So, so, so perfect. Uh, now we, we really now, missed you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we are starting for real, you know. Yes. That's yeah, just yeah, a yeah. warming up. Oh, now it's the uh, real just, stuff. Thank you. Thank perfect. You. So, so um, for today's topic, and um, when when Christian Klein did the keynote on the DSAC Jahres Congress two weeks back, um, he put up a slide on the evolution of customers running their business. And, and one of the starting points was actually Excel. Well, I would argue that even today, there are probably very, very few customers that are not using Excel in addition to their SAP system. So integration is key. There are thousands of ways how Excel can work with SAP. There's even a joke that every month, a new blog post is published that shows a new way how to integrate Excel with SAP. There is, however, one community project, the UI5 spreadsheet importer, that is basically a component for UI5, which allows you to um, enable bulk upload of data. For this, we have Marian Zeiss joining us today, who will talk and, and show us a little more about um, what the UI5 spreadsheet importer is and, and, and what you can do with this. So, hello, Marian. Hey, Holger. Thanks for the introduction. Yeah, I, I'm writing one of those blocks now because uh, usually it was always like up up in Excel and now um, I continue those block series with UI5 and Excel. So I cool. didn't see any up up in Excel blocks since then. <laughs> no, let's see. There, there's probably a lot of um, of those coming up as well. So um, yeah, welcome and thank you so much for, for joining us. And um, can you maybe Quickly introduce yourself. Uh, talk a little what you do. Um, I mean, you're, you're not from Microsoft, so so what do you do in your um, daily lives? And uh, then yeah, and then let's uh, talk about the the importer. Sure. Yeah, I'm uh, independent uh, independent developer, SAP developer. Um, I call myself full stack. So, um, but my focus is on UI five. So I know my way around ABAP. Um, I know. Um, a lot about RAP, so I work a lot with that. So I create the IPEs I'm using then in the UI5 apps. Um, um, I'm in the SAP world since six, six years, five years now. Um, and since last year, I'm independent and working currently for a big utilities company in Munich. Cool, cool. And then how come that you that you looked into the Excel integration? I mean, as I said, um, Excel has been around for a very long time. The Excel and SAP integration has been around for a very long time. Um, I think I myself, I, I wrote a blog post, I don't know how many years ago, where, where I talked about OData and the um, and the native capabilities of, of Excel, how we can connect uh, data from your SAP system in Excel. So so why, why SAP and Excel? How, how did you end up there? That's a good cue because I prepared some slides for that. Um, I did a talk um, at UR5Con, I think you saw that as well, uh, which is a bit more technical. We don't go in that much detail today. So if anybody wants to, to look at that one, uh, you can Google that one, but I'm reusing the slides because it's the same intro. Um, 
I think that's the, the problem or the use case a lot of companies have. They have those Excel files I want to import or mass import them in the SAP system. And I had the use case at the set utilities company as well. And then we thought about like how we're going to do that. And the good thing in that company is they use Fury first or better mm -hmm. Fury elements first. Mm -hmm. So most of the use cases is based on data. So they want to use Fury elements first because they want to display the data. Um, so we thought about, okay, it's definitely going to be in uh, in UR5. And then the use case would be to say, okay, there is another great open source projects up, up to Excel 6. So mm -hmm. we could use those Excel files, send it to the backend. It's currently on um, S4HANA on-premise system. Um, read that data with up, up to Excel 6 and save that um, uh, to the database. But again, we are on HANA, so we want to use Fiori, Fiori elements, and also wrap the, the current best practice to, to create those APIs for the Fiori elements. Um, we we could do that, but it's really painful to do that. So we want to make it a little bit easier. And there was a blog post describing that use case as well. And we used that use case to create our own um, logic for that. So not sending the whole Excel file to the backend, but only the data. So we mm -hmm. can use Sheet.js, that's a, also an open source library to read um, not just Excel files, any spreadsheet uh, type and CSV. And then we have the, the raw data and then we can just use the standard APIs. You have five APIs um, to send the data to the backend and use anything in the backend uh, what we want. Uh, you can use RAP, HUB, SHEW, whatever you, you can use. And basically what you can use in the, in the Fury Elements app, uh, you can handle there. So that's the the good thing is we don't need any special code in the back end. And now we have one use case, then another week later we have two use cases. And on the third uh, use case, I said, okay, good. I need to pack that in something um, and make it universal for others to use it as easy as possible. Um, because it's a common use case. I have um, appointment next week again because somebody said okay you have this component i want to use it uh, too so it was a really good decision to do that um there was about a year ago a little bit more a year ago now um it's a really feature packed open source uh, component we can use exactly so so and, and i think one of the things why i also really um liked the the, the approach is you have everything documented on GitHub, basically, right? Um, so the, the the whole project is there. Um, I can give it a try. You even have, that's also some, something really cool, um, a demo scenario that, that anyone can use without uh, installing one thing. You can just go there, play around. And th that was also really cool to, to see how how easy um, the, the whole process can actually be. Yeah, because I wanted to show it, like how easy it is to use. like. The, the the big other part is uh, how easy it is to implement. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I have this um, landing page spreadsheet importer where you have like all the details you, you have to know. And one button is, yeah, as you said, try it now. And this goes right to the 
Um, one of the few applications I created because I, I test a lot, so I had to create a lot of applications for Odata v2, uh, Odata v4, um, Fury Elements, Freestyle. I wanted to test them all, so I had to create the applications. And I said, why not just offer one of those applications to try it out? Mm -hmm. And that's one of them, and it's LiveDevo.spreadsheet importer. And it's really easy because you can just press this okay. button. Just, yeah. just a second before you go there. Um, okay. What we see here right now is just like any other Fury Elements application, right? So, so you connect yeah. to the SAP system. Um, I, I guess you can, if I select one of these orders, I, I could do some some updates there. So, so it's it's yeah. just a yeah. There's the edit button. So. Um, this is like like thousands of the other uh, Fiori applications that are out there that are actually also shipped by by um, SAP but by default. So so this is how um, customers go in. They 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 create a new order one by one, and 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 that's basically it. Yeah, that's really just. It's I think even the, uh, because I'm not that familiar with Cups, so I used the sample app from from SAP, and that's orders and orders items and. I tweaked a little bit there, uh, there, but uh, it's basically just a really simple sample application from from SAP. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of annotations. It's really just a line item to show the data um, and the connections between orders and orders items and shipping details. And I think there's even a table here as well. Um, so it's really just simple, simple um, Fury Elements application with not a lot of um, complicated. Um, annotations or anything else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, um, now you did some enhancements. You know, the, it's really simple because you only need a button. That's the only thing I need is a button to execute some code. So that's the only enhancement I did there. I can show it a little bit with the code, but mm -hmm. that's the enhancement. It's basically just an additional button. And this button, um, when I press that, is a dialogue where you can just upload the data and show the data and everything else. So mm -hmm. I have prepared some, uh, or I have some sample files to, to check and to upload. Um, it was that one. And those are just two orders I'm going to up, uh, upload. And then I can show preview. It's really just really simple. Order number buyer, nothing complicated. And when I press that, it gets updated or uploaded and you can see the newest ones, October 5th, just um, inserted there right now. So if you, if you would go to livedemo.shida.importer.com, you would see this uh, exactly that, that same interest. So everyone, there's no login or anything, you can just go there. That, that's now, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Um, and now the same thing with the object page. Also, just a really, a really simple enhancement to add the, add the button to execute uh, the component. And now when I go here in edit mode, I have two tables with all the items and shipping details. So you can have X items or X shipping uh, details with that. And the same thing again here, there's a button on the table. There's also a button up here because um, sometimes, as here, you have multiple tables in there. Um, so if I press that, I can actually choose which table I want to upload the data, or you can just just press it here directly to all uh, to upload those for the order items. 
And then here I prepared a where is it? No errors. That one. Same thing here. Two records. Um, here's a lot more data because I test all those uh, OData uh, EDM types. That's like uh, title, integer, decimal, and all those dates, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, like timestamp, date, and time, boolean. That's why there are a lot of different types here. But same thing. Just upload, and it's there. Um, Compared to the, the list report here, because the backend is a cup before um, backend, it's a draft mode. So it's currently just a draft mode and you can save and then it's actually saved. So that looks great. So, but how does the backend look like? Uh, do you have any questions before I can actually look how it's uh, or show how it's implemented? Yes. Yeah. Well, Goran, I think you also have some questions, yeah. but but oh. so basically, I guess that Excel format has to be predefined to fit Correct. the expected data format. What it has Correct. to be there. Okay. We can have a look okay. at the template if yeah. you like. Okay. You, can, um, you can press your download template, um, and this that's the uh, oh no, that's the, the sample app. Um, you can just open it. Um, so that's the, the template. Um, by default, I have some um, sample data here. You can define what kind of sample data actually appears here. Um, but that's the sample, uh, sample one. And then you have all those um, columns where you can upload data. So I used only order number and, and buyer, where you can actually choose to, to upload other data as well. You can define what kind of columns are in the template as well. So to make it more easier for the user, um, or maybe something is not relevant, like changed on, I think that's not relevant. Mm -hmm. that's, but that's the template you could use, and I'm matching the data based on the uh, here in the in the brackets. So yeah. that's actually the property type name, and I can then match that uh, name with the property type from the metadata. And could you upload from a mobile or a smartphone, for example? The, that's not a problem at all. Like yeah, you can yeah, actually okay. have a look uh, how it, that looks like here. Oh, F2. Oops. So that's that's the, okay, same. the preview yeah, and the simulation, yeah. Because the, the basis is also just a uh, um, UI5 controls. So it's not exactly, really yeah, something yeah. custom here in that regard. Yeah. And then you can do the same. Okay. And upload data here. Super. And for me, the, the really fascinating thing is um, that, I mean, you're showing this now here for, for this um, order screen, for example, but the, the template or, or all these things, they're obviously not hard-coded for, for this specific scenario. So, so my understanding is um, you don't care what the data is. I mean, what, what you do is you, you, you look at the OData, at the, at the metadata the information of the OData service. With this, you calculate, this is how the Excel should look like. So you allow the end user then to download a template. Um, then I, I can just work in Excel. I, I can um, put all my data in, in the Excel sheet. Then once I'm done, I save it, and then I can upload the Excel file. And it, I think you, you even have then um, this uh, 
there's a, a check like if the uh, if the Excel sheet is valid or not. And, and you have this preview functionality where I can say, oh, no, that, that's wrong. Maybe I shouldn't upload this. Uh, so so it's, a, it's a very generic approach of um, working with Excel um, and, and these Fiori screens here. Exactly. That was the, the approach because we are in Fiori elements. So why not make the component uh, usable like Fiori elements, like the smart controls? You just basically drop in and they work out of the box because they know the metadata and the context. And that's what I'm doing as well. I When you open that dialogue, it looks at the context, at the view. And when I have the view, I have all the controls and I have all the tables. And when I have the table, I have the binding. And with the binding, I can use just the UR5 APIs. And mm -hmm. that's that's a good thing about OData. That's such a good standard. I can I know where I have to look for what I need. Mm -hmm. For example, I can look at the metadata. Okay, that's uh, what kind of type is it? As I showed, it's like a, a data type or a decimal type. So those are the things I can check in the front end. So if I, I have here a sample um, Excel file where yeah, a lot cool. of errors are in, so I can check, for example, here quantity. And that's not a number format because there's a string in there. So mm -hmm. there's something wrong with it. The same with, uh, with date formats, like that's not that's just a, a string with time so that's a wrong date or here that's a wrong date as well there's additional numbers um, then there's an annotation called mandatory fields and i can just use it and then check if that field is actually there yeah plus i have some custom checks you can implement for example here i have a price where the price is just too high mm -hmm. so those are the things i can check in the front end so uh, can can we take a look behind it? So first of all, you said you don't need to install anything um, in the backend system, which I think is is, is huge. Uh, that's uh, that's something where I, I don't need to create additional OData services. I can just leverage the existing UI5 app, for example. But um, how do you get the data from Excel in the UI5 app, basically? Or what's what's the first step? How do you then communicate with the SAP system and so on? So if to get started, I have a dedicated docs, docs page because sometimes they're like, especially in the SAP world, they are great components or ABAP um, packages where you can use just the documentation lacks a bit. So that's what, what I always wanted to achieve to have a really good documentation. And then they have here getting started. Um, that's the, quite a few steps just because you have a few options. For example, you can, deploy it centrally, but you don't have to. You can ship the component within your app. Um, it's just an NPM package, so you can install that. You have to define something uh, in the manifest, so where it actually comes from and what the, the namespace is. So with those two uh, in the manifest, you actually set up and you can use it. Mm -hmm. So you, you could use it um, with just uh, this button uh, in the Fiori elements. So to add this button, the uh, guided development, it's really great to use. So um, this is just an example here to, to implement that button, but guided development is usually easier. And to open this spreadsheet, it's really just that code. And that 
does not change if the backend code or the metadata code change uh, because it's really just using that's the only mandatory field I need is the context. As I said, with the context, I can use the, the view and the controller and all the bindings, and then I can execute on get the information I need. So that's the only code you mm -hmm. actually need, which does not a lot, it only creates the component, and then you have the API to open the, the spreadsheet dialog. That's all you need. You don't need to define anything. You can define anything. I have, if you go to configuration, there's quite a lot of configurations already there. Um, and also events to make something uh, um, more custom. For example, here's the, the example for that arrow. I have a event nice you can high. attach to. Mm -hmm. And then can just group over the data and check if the price is too high. For example, here it's over 100. And these would be then very specific um, checks, basically. So, so um, the, the the steps before are very generic. Um, th this would enable an an upload um, of basically any data. You would still do some um, property checks or or uh, data type checks, I guess. But here yeah. you could then really also include logical steps, uh, logical ste checks. Sorry, where where you say, look, um, if this price is too high, then do this, or if this string contains X Y Z, then do that. Is, is that but it? I have uh, here the documentation actually uh, displayed what actually is checked. For example, those mandatory fields I, make, I mentioned, mm -hmm. and then columns mismatched. For example, there was one error uh, here because that's not a valid data type uh, or a property name I have. So that's not valid. Uh, data type mismatch and those custom errors. And obviously, with, if I send it, there's also backend errors. That can happen. So those are the things I'm, I'm going to check. Mm -hmm. And for example, if we look now at how I implemented the the live demo, so here are all those um, example apps I need. So that's just here. So it's just there on GitHub. I, I show not not much else here. Um, and that is how I implemented that for the uh, the live demo. So if we go to the list report, I implemented all this npm install and then in manifest JSON, and then just set the view at at busy because uh, it actually can take some time to load it, and then create a component at the context. And the only other thing I do is activate draft, because when you upload data to the list report, it's always in draft um, like for example in the object page when i upload their data it's in the draft by default so we have to activate it manually if you want to use it um, activated so i have okay. this option if you set activate draft true it automatically gets activated mm -hmm. so that's the only other uh, configuration i he uh, i i needed there and then those uh, those custom events are used, like a check uh, attach check before read. That's the event when you upload the data to the app, not to the backend. And for example, attach change before create. That's that's the event when it's sent to the backend. For example, um, I think that the price, yeah, the price um, should be rounded to twelve point six, not twelve point five six. So that's 
one event it's gonna um, be executed when it's sent to the backend. So really make it as simple as possible for the user and for the developer. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to change or change a lot of code when the backend changes. Um, only if you used a lot of custom code here. So I, I can definitely see this as a huge value add if I develop my own UI5 apps, for example. Um, but do you think would this also be possible or could this also be applied then to SAP standard SAP Fiori apps? So if I look at the SAP Fiori library, I think there, there are now more than 15,000 Fiori apps that, that are readily available for customers. And, and let's say I am using the um, standard um, sales order creation Fiori screen, but I instead of typing everything in manually, I, I, I like the way of working with Excel. So could I easily enhance even an SAP standard Fiori application and add this button and the, the functionalities, or would that be too much work? Like, it's not that easy, um, not because using my component, but because those standard UI5 or Fiori apps from SAP are usually quite customized. So it's not really just my app, um, not a lot of custom code, just annotations. It's unfortunately not always like that. So every standard app from uh, Fiori app from SAP is different. But I wrote or I tested that with one sample. Um, I wrote a blog post about that. Uh, do I have it? No, I don't have it. Um, Usually, um, yeah, I tested that with the app manage bags. So mm -hmm. I guess I'm not into finance, but I guess it's quite a lot of used. Uh, and as I mentioned, that uh, upload is a component, and all the UI5 apps are components. So you can actually deploy that to the backend system. Um, now to adapt those standard Fiori apps, you can actually add a custom component, but you can't add it to the app itself like I did um, here with the sample app or with the live demo, but you need to deploy that um, okay. <clears throat> spreadsheet importer. So that's what that's the first step, but it's really simple. Um, you actually have to just clone that uh, repository. Um, there's a deploy YAML, so if you deploy mm -hmm apps you know that and that you can just run npm run deploy and then it's deployed to your system and then you can use it um, in the adaption project for standard um, mm -hmm. sap apps so that's okay. just a step you need to take before that so maybe it's not that straightforward but um if if i'm a customer and i'm um i'm using heavily a certain standard SAP Fiori app from SAP, and I'm saying, well, look, it would be nice to have an Excel upload functionality. Then I could follow the um, the approach, the, the the guidelines that you have here, and then potentially adapt my um, standard Fiori app to also have the Excel upload functionality available. Yeah, again, it's not straightforward. It sure, just yeah. always depends on the app itself if it's possible. Like even with managed banks, there was the problem that um there is 
um, if you open their app in the list report, like I wanted to uh, upload uh, the data in the list report, like here, um, the problem was um, it's so customized when you create a bank, it's not the same binding as the list report used here. So uh, I have to define another entity um, to upload the data to. Mm -hmm. So there's also, again, it's the code itself is really simple. It's only the, the context. And, and I had to define the actually O data type or the entity type um, with the, uh, the data is uploaded to. Okay. So there's always like, it's possible, but it depends on the app itself, um, as usual with adaption projects um, or standard Fiori apps. Um, but as newer as the app is, I think it's more, it's more possible to do that. Mm -hmm. So, so basically, what you're saying is, if if I want to do this, then I should reach out to you, and then you can help me with this. So you can um, use the approach uh, I did here, and yeah. if that that works. Go ahead. We'll um, we can uh, try to to find a solution on that. Yeah, <laughs> I was happy that it worked here. So yeah, uh, mm -hmm. uh, that was really the first try, and I was really happy that it worked. I actually thought it was just not possible at all, but it actually was. So yeah, yeah, cool. and that would definitely give a lot of flexibility to the front end users. I mean, that, no doubt. Yeah. Again, you, you just had to to change or the, to use the context, and you can you download a template which is defined on the bindings and the metadata, and you can customize the the component with some more configurations. So, yeah, it's it's really flexible and usable. Hopefully. Actually, thinking of these templates, um, and and maybe going back also to the the, the order scenario that that we started with. Um, I mean, typically, as as what we've seen, an order contains of um, header data and line item data. And can I combine this in in one Excel template so so that I have a more complex structure also in in Excel? Maybe following a certain format um, that 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 you provide, or is it um the the upload always has to be a simple structure so so just a list of objects basically that's a really good cue because i'm currently working on that um if you look at uh, the landing page there's a pricing and i'm working on a so-called pro edition with more features um like I call it deep create or, or update or delete because currently you can only just use um create for that table um you you actually use it so i'm i'm working on that and currently working on the deep create um and i have this example here um and the first thing before i implemented the, the deep create was the deep download because you have here the button for to download the data uh, the data but only the data that's available here in in the orders so mm -hmm. i have here the deep download you can define uh, for example how many levels you want to go down um, and i have like the file name and add keys so if i create uh, that file it looks like that file i want to um it's the wrong one yes the one uh, it 
probably going to be like that file I'm going to use for the um, deep create. So the sheets are called like this entities, for example, the ah, orders. Okay. That's what you saw here. And then you have to order items. Those are all the order items from all the orders. Same with, I think, no, I don't have. Now I don't have any more data from the other ones, but they would appear here as well. And then you can use that one as well. Like that's how the template would look like. You can actually upload data. It mm -hmm. worked a few days ago. I think I broke something again, um, but it's nearly ready to use Deep Create. Uh, it's a native function from UR5, so I have to really say the the, the methods and APIs from UR5 are really simple to use. So I can actually just use a JavaScript object and with all the data I have in here and just say create and that's the deep create um, possible with the UI5. So that's really not a lot of magic with the creation itself. It's really just binding dot create and the data is automatically created with whatever backend. So I have to ask, is this deep download, is this available already now in the, what do you call it, the community edition, or is this just currently a, um, a development project from you? That's the, the project for using, uh, for creating a pro edition, and that will be available in the pro edition. Okay, okay. Uh, with more features like uh, deep download, deep create, up, update, and delete. Um, okay. It will not be available in the community edition, um, because it's just, takes a lot of time um, and maybe uh, somebody going to use that. Mm -hmm. Nice, very nice. Um, again, we can come back a little bit what we can actually do, like configuration. Um, as I said, there are events where you can execute custom codes. Um, like there are some basic ones like columns, like define which columns you want to see in the template, the spreadsheet file name, you can define the table ID. That's what I did here in the object page. Like I used that button here, but I defined mm -hmm. that button is usable only for order items. And if you want to use the, the selector, it's also really simple as well. Um, it's only that configuration not much else. Mm -hmm. So it's just use table selector. And then if I press this button, it looks at the view and sees, okay, there are two tables. And then it just checks like, okay, which table you want to use. And then I can just choose the table. It's really just configuration true. Use that one. If I would use that false, um, that would be an error. So I really also try to make the, the configuration as easy as possible. Uh, nice, yeah. And then field match type, that's one type because you can also um, download the data and upload it straight again. Uh, now you have to activate that with, with configuration. So you can actually like recreate those if you just download it from that button and upload it again. Mm -hmm. Um, then activate draft, that's the one to automatically activate it. Then batch size, if you have a lot of data, um, you can, or it will be sent by default in, in thousand batch sizes, um, but you can determine that size if you like, or deactivate the batch uh, at all. 
Then there is a standalone version, for example, if you don't have a binding. So I want to only use the data, don't automatically create um, data in the backend. Then you have the standalone version where you can just attach the event. And if it's uploaded, you can just use it, that data um, for yourself. For example, um, set model with a, with a JSON model. Um, mm -hmm. I also have a example here. Um, it's pretty more simple uh, app. Um, it's the same principle, but the only thing is like it's a upload button press. That's the event I attached, and that's you can use table data. And then I set the data um, to the model and use it in the view. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so because I showed, um, you always have to instantiate the, the component of code. You also have the, the option to not use code at all and use a button. Because a UI component, what I use, can return a control. Um, I can use that only in the XML view. So you don't even need any okay. code at all. So that's the button, basically. You have to use a component cont container. And it's the same thing here. You, By default, you don't need any configuration at all. Those are the, the mandatory configurations you would need to, um, to execute that. But here, I don't use any GS code, JavaScript code at all. Mm -hmm. So that's so, mainly used for the freestyle apps. Yeah. So so for me, if, if I now want to get started, um, if I want to test it out, I mean, yes, uh, to, to play around with this, I think the, the very easiest thing is just to access the website exactly and play around. But let's say yeah. I'm, I'm now hooked. I also want to try it out um, and, and create my own app or something like that. Um, should we, uh, what, what should I do? What, what can I do? Best thing is just go to the documentation, get started, and then you see here the, the really simple steps to use it. If you have any problems, um, you can just go to the um, GitHub repository and mm -hmm. create an issue here. Um, if you create a new issue, there's a, a template I use for the bug report where you can just say what your problem Fantastic. is with, and I hopefully can help you. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. I, I I think I mean honestly I think that this is really a um, a really really cool project. And I as as I started I mean I, I think every customer is using Excel. Every SAP customer is using Excel at some um, in some shape or form. And um, the, getting the data from SAP down into Excel is fairly easy. But then also being able to upload and import the data back to SAP I think that is something that is um, missing in a lot of scenarios. And they, they, they are very um, sophisticated tools, but I think with your approach, um, you, you made this really, really easy to, to handle. It's definitely a easier step um, to integrate Excel quickly in any UI5 app. Like you also have options with Microsoft, the Power Apps, anything that's pretty more um, extensible, but also a bit harder to, to set up. 
And I think that's a little bit easier to set in the first place um, to use. So I think um, it's still going to develop. So I'm not I'm not stopping developing. <laughs> <laughs> no, perfect. Cool. So I think if if you are um, a UI five developer, I think it's definitely worth to check this out. I, I think there's there's definitely a need um, for for customers for this integration. So yeah, thank you so much for introducing us to the UI five spreadsheet importer. That's a this word spreadsheet is a little complicated, but okay. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to use Excel <laughs> just ah, to. Yes. Can avoid any issue. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, any any other thoughts or any other questions? Otherwise, um, um, Marian, thank you so much. Uh, I think it was a, a nice demo, and it's really easy to get started. So, so I think hopefully um, a lot of our our viewers and listeners will. We'll take a quick look at this and and, and play around and I'll, I'll put the links obviously all in in the show note to test it out yeah thanks cool so thank you so much everyone and see you again yeah thank you too bye-bye right. bye-bye